0: Welcome to the Never Stop Getting It Podcast, where we take your mind out of reality reality. and have a little fun with life. Here's your hosts, Steve Giroux, Scott Bailey, and John Osimo. Hello,
1: everybody. We are back Another episode of Never Stop Getting It Podcast. One more time, a little shorthanded. But we'll get through it. It's John and I ready to rock and roll. But before we get into it, we're going to do our ritual, our shot. Let's go. Do it. Yes, sir. Ah, good stuff. That's good. McGill, could McGillicuddy wake you up. All right, John. Perfect. So how are you doing
0: today? I'll tell you, I'm doing absolutely fantastic can't be better i know it's raining outside right now but we we had a touch of some summertime weather there over the last couple of days and i'm ready for summer and you know unfortunately though this rain is going to be bringing in a lot of cold air and here we go right back to you know normal springtime around here so not looking forward to the cold weather again but it was nice to see some 70 degree temps over the last few days
1: yes sir so uh hopefully it's gonna be nice golf weather. Oh gonna yeah. get out to the out to the links.
0: Hopefully. Yeah. You know no, and if uh if Actually we get a golf tournament.
1: Well the union has a golf tournament coming up yeah. next month, I think. I think I went to one of those with you. No, you didn't. The yeah, only dude. union members. No,
0: like remember I had the t shirt to prove it?
1: Well, no, that was a bar room. One. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. wasn't Union. That's just a
0: bunch of guys from Greenwood. Uh, right I there, see. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know, you're right. Yeah. Was, and we'll, but we came in, we tied for first, I think.
1: Yeah, we lost the tiebreaker, though. Yeah. yeah.
0: We still got the t shirt, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just like everybody else. <laughs> it was a great
0: <laughs> steak there, though. It really was. And was we a, had a great time. Yep.
1: Uh, yeah. That's what. That's when I just started playing golf. I think I missed the ball yeah. like six times uh, off the tee, the first hole. Six pole.
0: times it was more like uh, oh, seventeen times. And
1: then I drove on the green. <laughs> One, two, three. Remember, I drove on the green. Everybody's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "What? I drove yeah. the cart on the green. <laughs> you can't yeah. do that, dude. You get the fucking cart off the green.
0: You Can't drive on the green with the golf cart. I didn't know.
1: What the fuck? You guys asked me to golf. You know, I didn't want to walk to the hole. Yeah, so, no, that's, no. Why not drive up there?
0: It's called a faux pas right there.
1: Well, now I know. No one's half to battle.
0: Yo, Joe. Absolutely.
1: So, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the weather's breaking. We're going to have a good time. I don't know what we're going to do about a charity golf tournament this year because we lost our uh,
0: yeah, oh, yeah. golf course that we had. No, uh, there's plenty of golf courses around here.
1: Yeah, I know, but that, that one was a little different, though. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, a good buddy of ours had that Woodstock golf course, and unfortunately uh, that's not the case this year. So they just decided to move on from it. And you know owning a golf course is rough. There's a lot to it. Not only is it a lot of work, but the weather uh, dictates you know how much how much uh, business you're going to get throughout the year. So that that is that is a tough situation. But uh, they did the best they could with it, and now they're moving on. So we'll have to find a different course. There's plenty of them around here.
1: All right. So. uh Anyway, staying on the sports subject,
0: yeah, oh yeah. Well, I mean, before we even go into the Boston sports, I mean, the Masters, and and just because it's golf, sure, the Masters was this past weekend, and it was a great. I mean, it was a great tournament, and you know, it always is because I, you know, tournaments across the board when it comes to PGA, you know, it's the one major tournament in the world. When it comes to the best golfers, and they play at the same course every single year, that's the only time that happens. It's the only time. Augusta National is the pinnacle of the golf courses, and when you can win that championship and, and come away with a green jacket, I mean, there's nothing more special. And I know that you kind of think about it like, oh, really, golf? I mean, you're going to sit there and go listen to them going – here it is. He's got a 50-foot putt. So gonna, and then they got you know they they're piping in all the all the the bird noises and different things <laughs> and, and whatever that, that that doesn't even matter. What matters is is that 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 golf course is, for some reason is just you know magical. I I can't explain it. If somebody who has played golf like I have uh, my whole life, I, I I just love I love that uh, that tournament. And this guy, this this kid, 25 years old, Scotty Scheffler, who just came up and uh, took the world by storm because six months ago, nobody even knew who this guy was or anything. And all of a sudden, this guy ends up winning three of the last five PGA Tour championships, I mean, Tour uh, events. And then he, he rose to number one in the world just before the Masters. And then finished it with a Masters Championship. We're going to hear a lot about this kid, Scotty Scheffler, and congrats to him.
1: The only th- problem I have with golf is there's no real star. Nobody stands out. They're all cookie cutters,
0: except for Tiger Woods.
1: Well, that's what I mean. There hasn't been anybody that's been pro- prolific. You know, nobody's been that guy to stand out. It's just yeah. been the same old, same old, and it's just it sucks. Yeah.
0: It's like it's like three years come by. You know, you have like, Lefty yeah, out there. Yeah. You
1: know, he was playing great. You, you know, back yeah. in the day, you had guys that had their own personalities. Right. Everybody now has the same swing. They, it just it's, it's Jack
0: it's, Nicholas and you know those uh, guys. It just Tom
1: sucks Austin. now. You know, nobody ever nobody stands out. Yeah, nobody pushes no. anybody. You know. Yeah.
0: But but we all know Tiger Woods uh, really oh, yeah. really shape, reshaped the game. And Tiger
1: I, Woods that warrior.
0: Yeah, well you know and and the thing the, the well the thing I love about Tiger Woods is he's a true American story because he you know he came from where he came from and obviously uh, changed the game a little bit and 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 really just exploded the game of golf and everyone loved him and then he fell from grace. Just like you would hear an American story kind of come and unfold. And that's what happened. You know, here he is, sort of personifies golf and and, and is a family man. And we all find out the truth about what happened to, to Tiger Woods. He falls from grace. He has a hard time picking himself back up. The whole story. I mean, you can't even write, you know, I mean, soap operas can't even write this stuff. About what happened to him. And now, and then, a year ago, he gets into that car accident. And then he's... Uh, he, he, I think he was just about to lose his leg. At least that's what the reports had said.
1: But nobody's seen anything. No pictures. Yeah. No nothing about this leg. That I know of Anyway, If anybody's seen anything, send it over.
0: Yeah. Well, but, I mean, if you believe it, then, that's, right. then that, that's what... I mean, and for him to get back out there like he did... And obviously, they focused on him a lot, even though the guy wasn't even close to contention. They were, they were still showing him why, because he still, he still sells tickets. I mean, the guy still—that's exactly is, you know, what it is. Of course, you know? you know, it's all about selling tickets when it comes to this stuff.
1: Well, they got you nobody know? else that can. Yeah, you know,
0: because they all got these cookie cutters after yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. I, they're I all agree. they're, they're all
1: clones. You know,
0: you know, except for Lefty. And there. I am taking
1: that I, I'm taking that word off of uh, yeah. the two guys we yeah. listen to on a ride home. Who's you know that? on the radio. I don't know if I can say their names, but I'm just saying, you know.
0: Well, yeah, why can't you say their names? I don't know. I
1: don't know if I can say has his name. Oh,
0: yeah, <laughs> you can say it.
1: But yeah, uh, they, they like to use the word clones and cookie cutters and you know, I do listen to a lot and I I don't agree with a lot of what they say, but that I do.
0: Yeah, and uh and I well, I was I was actually really disappointed in uh the PGA for for their uh treatment of Phil Mickelson because Here's a guy that that was sort of a little bit, you know, he's not the cookie cutter guy. He's the other guy, the likable guy. You know, he he had a lot of uh, competition. Tiger Woods? Competition with Tiger Woods during that time, and and uh, you know, he had a lot of personality. I love I love Phil Mickelson, and and he has almost had, cocky. He has had uh, some real trouble with the with the PGA. In fact, many think that he was suspended. And what I can't understand is that all the other major sports. Suspend guys, and they, they talk about it. Like, oh, this guy's suspended for this many games and all this stuff. But PGA, they don't talk about their suspensions. They don't have to tell you if they just suspended a guy or not. And there's been some real uh, trouble between uh, Phil Mickelson and the PGA, and he was out of the Masters this year. And I think it's been a very long time since since Phil Mickelson hasn't played in a Masters Championship, and he here's a guy that has won the Green Jacket before, mm. and it was tough not to see him playing in the field this this past weekend.
1: Yeah, I just think we need some wrestling WWE personalities out there. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Talk some shit, and move on. Yep. But yeah, get on to the Boston sports. Oh, God, yeah! Celtics now, are ready to open up their playoff series against Brooklyn on I Sunday. I,
0: I can't wait because it's the it's it's going to be the return of Kyrie Irving, and we all know what kind of a breakup happened between Kyrie Irving and the Boston Celtics. And I can tell you that when he came back that first time and decided to put his foot down and stomp on Lucky, that really rubbed a lot of fans around here the wrong way. And I'm glad it did because Kyrie Irving should have been a star, should have been someone special for the Celtics. And he ended up really putting a bad taste in, in all the fans' mouths. And I can't wait for his return because I hope we stuff it down his throat.
1: Speaking of Kyrie, did you see what he's doing for? Uh, what was that? Ramadan is that Ramadan? Is that no, what it's called? No, well, I
0: did not see that.
1: Well, you didn't hear what's it's called. It's Ramadan right now, right? For the Muslims, there's something with Muslims. I,
0: I, I don't know that, but if you're saying that, then but then
1: yeah, I'll, I'll I, I heard you. this on uh, on radio too. And what you have to do when you're Muslim is you have to fast, yep. which is no eating and no drinking the whole month of April. During daylight hours. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Sunday is a three o'clock game with three 30 or something. So he's not eating or drinking during daylight hours. I feel like you're going to be a little dehydrated for that game. Ooh, That is true. You're going to be that a little happened. hungry and you be, You have to do this all month. Wow. Yeah. Uh, who did it? Who else did it? Uh, Olajuwon did it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, he used another one that, that used to do it in, uh, during the uh, day games, I, I think it was Barkley, he said during the day games he was lethargic, but night games, you know, he was ready to go because Obviously. it was it was later right. in Houston, yeah. you know, uh, he was able, I don't know, well, he was able yeah. to drink well, and I eat mean, before it, the game started, you know what I mean? That,
0: at that level, if you're not drinking, I mean, that's crazy for dehydration right, purposes. Right, right, so that,
1: yeah. that might be a good thing for us, so we'll see what happens, you know?
0: Well, again, during uh, the day it, games, Brooklyn is going to be a force to reckon with when they have, uh, you know, healthy uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and we all know that that's going to be tough. But I'll tell you what, I I have full faith in the Celtics for what they've done because they they took a team that was sort of I, I don't call them ragtag, but Almost, you know, just up and down, and you didn't know who you were going to get year, you know, game to game throughout the whole year. And at the end of the season, they have turned it on and they have worked as a team, and they are really all uh, just just following Jason Tatum's lead as, as the true leader of that team. And when that can happen, and something special can happen, I, th- I think they have the talent. I think they have the leadership. And I think they're ready to to make a, a major run here in the postseason.
1: All right, how many games? Who's going to win in how many games?
0: Oh yeah, no. My prediction is that the Celtics win in six. Uh,
1: well, now I'm going to have to say uh, yeah. I'm going to say Celtics. Just because you said six, I'm going to do five. I wanted to say six. Yeah, Celtics at five. Well,
0: it kind of rolls off the tongue, nice. Like Celtics in six. Yeah. You know.
1: And then speaking of playoffs, the Bruins are right yeah, around the corner. I think yeah. they got two weeks left, maybe a little more.
0: Yeah, and and that was a real weird thing that happened too, because uh, obviously this the uh, the NBA had come out with their schedule, and it was very similar to a normal year. You know, I mean, obviously COVID has been wreaking havoc in the last couple of years, but they kind of had a schedule that was normal for for the NBA. The Bruins, I mean the uh, the NHL, the schedule just was really off. I, I think they didn't know what was going on with the uh, the Olympics. They had some time off and started a little late. So the the Bruins and, and the whole really NHL have another couple weeks here. You think about it, they you know depending on how the playoffs go, they could actually be playing hockey here into uh, certainly the end of June, if not uh, even July and uh and the bruins are poised to make a run too but i have noticed that with some injuries and some other uh games that they just seemingly haven't uh, shown up for uh you know they were on a tear i think they had won like 13 out of 16 games or something like that 17 out of 20 And uh, now they're they're, they're sort of, you know, back and forth, win one, lose one. And and they have, you know, based on probably some injuries that they've had. But they're poised, just like the Celtics, to make a really good run here in the postseason. And when it comes to Boston sports, that's what we're looking for, postseason runs. Let's get them, baby.
1: That's it. And then, of course, there's not much going on with the Patriots, but the Red Sox. Oh, yeah. The Red Sox had a rough start. They're looking good now. They're hitting finally, but their bullpen looking a little shaky.
0: Yeah, so. I mean, that I mean, that was the story with them.
1: Whitlock looks in. good though.
0: That was the story coming into the season. It was, you know, the bats are going to be there at some point. I mean, their, their lineup was really, you know, by all accounts and certainly all the, uh, you know, the, the the pundits in in baseball are going to tell you that the the Red Sox lineup could be could be arguably uh, the best in baseball so it's all about the pitching and 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 they struggled a little bit here early on with their pitching not only starting but just bullpen work and at least the bats have come alive and they've kind of turned it around a little bit i mean they did not have a good series with the yankees to start it off again again the uh, rival dreaded yankees but they they eventually turn you know righted the ship a little bit here certainly with the with the tigers and uh, let's see, I, who do they have next for their uh, for their uh, opponents coming up?
1: Minnesota, is it?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The Twins. Yeah.
1: I, I think, just a quick note, I think the only thing they really need besides relief, maybe, we'll, we'll see how that settles in, they need a, a right fielder. You know? Because you put Arroyo out there, no defense, but he can hit. Yeah. But you throw Jackie Bradley out there, lots of defense. Can't right. hit worth shit. Yeah, but right now the the way to go, I think, is to play Jackie and take whatever hits that he gets you as icing on the right. cake.
0: Because you have so much other hitting. Well, in, defense everywhere else. Yeah.
1: defense will kill a pitching staff. You know what I mean? Right. If you suck, so
0: right. That's so demoralizing if you're a pitcher and all of a sudden you just get some bad defense behind you. You mm-hmm. just you know that makes it worse.
1: Yep. So. I do have a story today, and it's kind of an opposite of John.
0: The opposite
1: of yes, the, uh, I have an anti experience. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, no, I have an anti rant. It oh. is on a car experience though, but it's an yeah. anti rant. So my experience is pretty good. So what ended up happening is my light, my wife's lease was up on her car, so it was time to get another car, and uh, we wanted a downsize or whatever. So she wanted, she was actually thinking about getting a Jeep Wrangler. So we had a Dodge Uh, Durango.
0: Well, Jeeps are awesome,
1: too. So uh, we ended up going back to uh, uh, Herb Chambers' Dodge Chrysler. And uh, we have a guy over there that we used to go see.
0: You have a guy? Yeah.
1: And uh, we sat down with him. We made a scheduled appointment with him. We sat down. We test drove the Jeep. Maybe we're getting old, I don't know, but it wasn't as much fun as it used to be. Because Sarah and I both owned Jeeps when we were young,
0: Yeah, you know, in our 20s. You didn't really like it, the Jeep, the way it was. Not wrote? this
1: time, no. Really? No. And we wanted a hybrid one, too, you know what I mean? Right. But yeah, and, Which, uh, which it, one did you test drive? The Wrangler. Oh, okay. So it, it wasn't, in, they wanted like sixty-five grand or whatever.
0: For a Jeep Wrangler 63,
1: hybrid? 63 62 something like that. Is it because it's
0: a hybrid? Is yeah, that what the yeah. issue is? Yeah. Oh, man. So I'm
1: hard. like, but that wasn't. It, it just wasn't... It, they, the the ride wasn't... It was fun. It's a fun yeah, car. Yeah. You know, but it's not something you want to...
0: Oh, you're getting old. Kid.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. It's just not something anybody would really want unless you're a young kid. Right. You know? It looks nice or whatever, but the ride isn't that, and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. then we took a... we. we they didn't have one, but they had the Jeep Cherokee, Grand Cherokee, I think.
0: Yeah, and that and we, ride was, must have been great.
1: Well, we we took a regular car out. They just started making hybrids, so they didn't have one yet for that. So we took a regular one out there, and it was nice, you know, but same thing. They want sixty plus thousand for it. Wow. So we sat down and talked to a guy, and uh, he wasn't budging on the prices.
0: Yeah, he's like, you know, you, you, you've heard about the chip shortage, right? So
1: Sarah's like, well, we're going to go down to Herb Chambers Toyota. Same company, same owner anyway. Yeah, you know, they're both right. Herb Chambers. And we're going to go check them out, which her intentions weren't, but the guy wasn't budging. So we're going to, all right, fine, we're really going to go down there. And he goes, I guarantee you're going to be back because you're not going to want that car. Whatever car you're going to look at, you're going to be back because you know this is what you want. Right. Like, yeah, okay. So we went. We actually went down there. Yeah. Walking into and there's nothing wrong with Herb Chambers Chrysler. We just didn't like the price of the vehicles, you know? I'm sure they might, they might have something else for us, but... So we go down to uh we we've always had good luck with those guys, but we tried out Herb Chambers Toyota this time. We walk in, and we as soon as we walk in, uh, the salesman Brian comes up to us. Brian Arroyo, he comes up to us, friendly as can be, brings us right up to his desk, sits us down, asks us what we want. Talk about knowledgeable! Mm. This guy was throwing out facts. He's throwing out, he, he's bringing the computer over to us. He's showing us everything on the computer. Breaking everything down for us. And uh, this is what, this is the type of cars we have. This is a hybrid. You know, we don't have too many things in stock, but you've shown us what's on the way. And we've seen a RAV4. Mm -hmm. And the color, Sarah liked, it's a brand new color for 2022.
0: I've seen them, they're nice. And uh, it was a hybrid,
1: you know, and it's on its way. And he goes, yeah, this is on its way. And nobody's claimed it. Yeah, if you want it, we can do the paperwork. He goes, but why don't you go outside and, and test drive a regular or, uh to the RAF4. Yeah.
0: Because
1: she hasn't been in any vehicle since the Durango.
0: Right, which is a nice well,
1: ride. but we had it two leases in a row. So six years or whatever. She hasn't had the Durango. We love the
0: Durango. Oh yeah. Great.
1: So this thing was pretty loaded. And we take out a regular one out for a ride. Like the ride. You know she wanted a downsize. So she's yeah. going from a seven passenger to a right, five, right. you know? Yeah,
0: you know, it's gonna be a smaller car, small you know, a little smaller ride.
1: Right. And Cam, my middle guy is starting to drive. Yep. Now this has more safety features like your Kia. It will right. tell you if you're right. moving out of lane. Right. It, when you set your cruise control on the highway, yeah, it, it, it won't it, let you get too close. Right. It's
0: got the uh, keeps yeah. you
1: in the lane. You know, if you start to drift, it'll pull the, you back yeah. into the lane. You Intelligent know?
0: cruise control. Right.
1: This thing will freaking parallel park for
0: you. I think yeah. if and I if I it, dig into it far if, enough, if you're gonna, if you're about to hit somebody, it's it slams on the yeah. brakes for you. Yeah.
1: yeah. So it, it you know it's nice and it's good for you know my my son that's learning how to drive. Right. You know he's going to driver's ed next week, I think, and you know he goes out drives around the car. Yeah. So, all right, yeah, we are looking at the safety features, and we get to a price, and it's like forty plus thousand. Yeah. You know what I mean? All Hybrid, right. fully loaded to the hill. You know, right. heated seats, and it's t- plus twenty thousand cheaper right. than a Jeep Wrangler is going to be, and all a right. Jeep Wrangler sucks on gas to begin with. You know what I mean?
0: Right. So this is this is a a, a gas advantage to you guys, and it's twenty thousand cheaper.
1: Or more, I think. So, we're, we're talking to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and he's just like, you O'Brien, again, he was very cool about everything. Very open, as far as I know. Yeah. You know? Right. So, we're sitting down and uh, we're starting the paperwork. And, of course, the paperwork's the worst part about buying a new car. Right. So, we first of all, we went to the first dealership. Now, we're at this one. So, I'm running late. And this is the day I'm supposed to go to a Bruins game with my buddy from the Marine Corps. So you're, like
0: sign, you're like, sign me up right now. Got ways of paperwork? Let's buddy, get it out here.
1: Yeah, my buddy Josh Gerard, I'm bringing him to uh, the Bruins game, because he brought me to the Tom Brady doing the Patriots game, so this is my way of repaying him. Now we're running late, and now I'm waiting for this paperwork, and of course somebody's already with the guy doing the paper. You know, it's a different guy, of course. Yeah. And um, as I'm sitting here waiting, the general manager, Dan, how'd you say his last name? But, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can't bore. Uh, I don't even know where my phone is. I had him Let's on now.
0: Bordelossi.
1: Yeah, Bordelossi. He's a general manager at Herb Chambers in Toyota. This guy comes up to me and he goes, Hey, I heard you're a Bruins fan. I said, Yeah. Go to a lot of games. I'm sitting, No, not really. I mean, I go, I love watching them, but I do go to games. And uh, looking, he, he hands me over a, a hockey puck. And it's autographed by a Bruins Hall of Famer, Johnny Busick.
0: Busick, yes. Yeah. Yep.
1: Bruins Hall of Famer. And he goes, listen, I sell the cars to all the old-time Bruins. He goes, this is for you. I was like, wow, this is awesome. Buying a car, and I get Great. an autographed hockey puck. yeah. And we're like, oh, man, thank you. Great guy, you know what I mean? I'm sitting there, and everybody's very approachable at this place. It's yeah. something I, I didn't see any other dealerships we've been to, you know? Right. Ever. Like, I've been to a few dealerships, you know, and I've never really seen people approachable, people that are actually knowledgeable, and they seemed like they generally want to... Well, I I think they 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 actually want to sell cars now because, you know, they come in, you you know?
0: Rather than just just completely looking at you as a a dollar sign. Exactly, yeah. They want to give you what you need. And it's not necessarily what you want, it's what you need... And they're there to help you get that, which is rare when it comes to car dealerships. Because we all know that car salesmen can be just complete shysters, and and we've had we've all had those experience with with them. Whether it's a used car uh, or new car dealers, it's just it you know it's a tough racket, frankly. And, and in today's market, right? It's crazy out there. What's going on? So whether it's used, new. It's just, they, you know, they got you over the barrel, and they seemingly are taking advantage of you.
1: Right. And, of course, we know that by all your rants that you had. So, I'm glad I have an anti-rant here, you know, that I actually like. So, you know, they offer you um,
0: some some, uh, good financing.
1: No, well, yeah, the financing was good, but they offer you, like, uh, what do you— I don't know some kind of chemical they put in a Scotch Guard or oh, whatever. Yeah, or maybe yeah, you know yeah. and all this other stuff. You know, like free so, tire yeah. care if you pop your tires or you chip your rims. So yeah, it's yeah, covered.
0: You, you know, if your fabric gets uh you know dirty, you know you it's 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 protected. And then the yeah the the wheels because obviously we live in New England so potholes galore and let's face it there are potholes everywhere right now. I mean this this winter was one of the worst. I mean winters are always tough in New England, but when he when it comes to Uh, the the weather being hot and then cold and then, uh, you know, above average, below average, and snow. I mean, we had it all this year, and that just crushed all of our roads. So it's just like, how many times over the last few months have you been riding along? And then, boom you just slam your tire goes into one of those potholes.
1: that and and then it'll plow, and you don't see the curbs or something. You know, you chip your rim. So that was underneath that, too. You know what I mean? And we're like, nah, we don't want it. You know what I mean? We don't want it. So, the cool thing was, is we go back and you know you have the final paperwork or whatever. Let's, you know, this is to close everything out. So, we go see this other guy, Matt Parzik. He's actually from Southbridge. I didn't know that until yeah, we're sitting there and we're talking to him. And he goes, listen, I'm going to offer you this stuff. It was like three things. I I forget exactly how he broke it down. There's three things. Give you two of them, you get one.
0: <laughs> two, you know, you buy two, you get an yeah, extra yeah, one yeah. for free.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. Like, well, how can I say yeah. no to that? All right, you know well,
0: what I mean? But it was awesome, out. you know?
1: Yeah. You know, he's doing his paperwork, and uh, he's an avid, avid uh, sports card collector, baseball mostly, you know what I mean? So we're talking nice. about that, because I have a pretty good collection, too. So, you know, he was cool, and we we're sitting there talking about that, blah, 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 and then, uh, you know, I go ahead and tell everybody we have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, what? I waited till after, and so and, everybody and, knows that we have a podcast now. And, so like, so it was a good thing they they yeah, were nice to begin yeah, with, you know right? Because I mean? this could be a whole different podcast, right? But yeah, it was a, it was it was a very 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 good experience. I never had such a good experience. Herb Chambers Toyota. Yeah, and special thanks out to Dan, the general manager, my salesman Brian, and of course, but hometown hero Matt. Wow. So John, next time you need a car,
0: let's yep. go down there and see those Herb, guys. Herb, Chambers, Toyota. And, yep. well in no, Auburn. When you said that I, I actually had thought to myself, Wow, I, I heard I heard about them as being really good and, and I I have several friends who have gone there and have had the same experience that you just had. So there's some real consistency there and when it comes to, to any kind of business, I think, you know, that's what it's all about. That's why you have ratings, you know, online and, you know, you have people, you know, th- you know, giving you their feedback when it comes to this stuff. And uh, that's important because when you go online and you see that uh, a business isn't doing well and they're not, you know, they haven't gotten some good ratings for, you know, people who have, uh, you know, uh, gone online and decided to, you know, rate them the way that, that, that you think that they should. And that that's helpful. That's helpful information. And so, Good for you for having that experience this time around. So t- kudos to Herb Chambers there in Auburn for, for treating you right.
1: All right, Big Herb. Give those
0: guys a raise, will you? There you go. All right.
1: So anyway, I get that off my chest. I need that anti-ran in there. A...
0: And, and when you say Big Herb, yeah, you know that guy. Mm, is, yeah. um, you know, they, they, they. I don't know if you saw about that.
1: Uh, who's, who's uh, I wonder who's like the bigger car dealership, is it? Herb Chambers or Ernie Bach?
0: Oh, Ernie Bach by far. Yeah, you think so? Absolutely. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. right. but but let's face it. You're, and I was just going to mention this too. You just you're talking about billionaires here. Ernie Bach, billionaire. Herb Chambers, billionaire. Yeah. So these guys are crazy rich, and uh, these are the guys that they talk about when you're like, you know, the, the 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 less than one percenters who who may have to pay a little bit more when it comes to some of the. Uh, talk about raising some taxes or whatever, but these guys are absolute—you uh, con- know—big guys in car dealerships, and they make a crazy amount of money. Crazy. Yeah,
1: we're gonna—we're gonna have to ask them to sponsor a hole in our uh, oh, charity golf tournament.
0: We'd love that.
1: All right. Well, before we get going, we did read a funny story online, oh didn't God. we, John?
0: Oh, uh, just before we came on, we, said, right. we were like, "What is going on out there in the world?" And, uh, we don't want to talk about some, you know, stuff that we, you know, whether it's the, the, uh, the war in, uh, Ukraine or some other inflation or whatever. Right, we're going to it, take well, mine we, out of reality. Yeah. This, we're not doing that, <laughs> even though that shit's, you know, crazy enough, but the that funny, ship
1: sunk. No pun intended.
0: The right, funny intended. story was about Gary Coleman. Now. It, it, you know those of us, and I'm, you know I'm dating myself here, who grew up in the '80s. I mean, when you watch different strokes, it was a great show, funny, was something I always look forward to. But Gary Coleman, what you talking about, Willis? I mean, great, great actor, great show. But the story that came out this week about him, you know, really was kind of funny.
1: Yeah, so I guess, uh, was it Molly Shannon was on the Howard Stern show? Yeah,
0: just recently.
1: Right. And uh, so what ended up happening was Molly Shannon was telling a story about uh, Gary Coleman. And there was, uh, this is when Gary was young and she was young or whatever, a few years back. And they were together in a hotel suite talking about who knows what. And the agent was there for Gary Coleman. And I guess Gary Coleman was very polite. You know, blah, blah, blah. But the agent had to leave. I don't know if he had to take a phone call or what. But Ooh, then steps Gary, away. Gary Coleman had a different stroke <laughs> to him.
0: <laughs> no pun in, Well, no pun intended. Again.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. So, so uh, he. So the agent for Gary Coleman leaves. Now it's Gary Coleman. And who, who's the actress? Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon alone <laughs> in, in the hotel room. Yep. So, uh.
1: Gary decided to get a little touchy feely uh, and a little yeah. aggressive with her.
0: And uh, that four eight frame that he has decided to go after her.
1: Yeah, and she wasn't really threatened by that, but she said she was getting a little exhausted. Yeah. So it's... she kinda she ran into the bathroom and she locked herself in the door, <laughs> and then Gary decided He's going to lay on the floor and stick his hand underneath the door and say, I can see you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's just. What did they say? Cooning at her? It was. It it was reminding me of the uh, of that horror movie where, you know, the the slamming in the door. Here's Johnny. It's here's Gary.
1: Oh, yeah. That was. uh, What was that? With Jack Nicholson. Yeah, exactly. uh, In the hotel. The Shining. The Shining. Yes. That's what it was. Yeah. And then she just bolted out the door. Yep. You know, she got she got her courage up, she sprinted out the door, and I'm not sure what happened after that, but
0: I, I could see her doing like the Heisman, just <laughs> pushing him just pushing Gary away as she's like kind of running out. Yeah, towards but the her door. hand's
1: over his head.
0: Yeah. No, <laughs> Heisman's like boom yeah, right but there. You're gonna miss him. Yeah.
1: yeah. Freaking Gary and, you
0: Coleman know, though. That is too funny. Listen, sexual assault is never funny, but when it comes to Gary Coleman, who is uh, I? Don't, you know, I wouldn't wouldn't say that he's a uh, midget, but I would. I think he's considered to be something like a dwarf.
1: Well, and he's 4'8". Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not sure small. what the definition is. Yeah. but look at those little T Rex arms trying to grab yeah, you. You God. know what I mean? Yeah. You put your hand on. It's just like those old cartoons or the Three Stooges where you put your hand on the top of the little guy's head. Yeah, it was and swinging like, at you.
0: Yeah, swinging. That, that's yeah. exactly what I think is picturing and <laughs> going on there. That that's gotta be a Oh, God funny. rest
1: his soul! Uh, but jeez, uh, I'm crow. Wow, that's awesome.
0: That was kind of a funny story. Anyway, John, I think I'm good. You good? Yeah, we're good here. And again, we miss Scott. We uh, hope that he's back very soon. We just didn't want to miss. We didn't want to go too long without talking to you guys again because we miss all you guys. And uh, hey, great episode! But next time, hopefully, Scott will be here and we can talk about. Our golf trips. I went to Florida. Scott went to uh, South, Carolina. Uh, South Carolina, and and we'll uh, we'll we'll uh, talk to you guys soon.
1: Yeah, we want to keep the the week streak going. I know people listen to us going to work or something, so it was a long ride. We don't want to let our fans down.
0: Absolutely, you know that's the saying? last thing we want to do. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. And uh, until next time, thank you. And uh, booyah! Hold on. John,
1: what? all right, and people out there, the next time you're with a stranger, a stranger comes up to you and talks to you when you're alone, just look at him shocked and then whisper to him, you can see me? <laughs> <laughs> see the look on your face. I bet you would be like, all right, guys, never stop
0: getting it. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Never Stop Getting It podcast and join the community on Facebook never stop getting it and twitter at never stop getting it and of course never stop getting it.com